0: Last time on Trials of the Apocalypse.
1: This is a game where we're going to be playing a bunch of arcane academics at the titular and premier magical university, Pig Smoke.
0: My name is Maya Bright. I've got bubblegum pink hair mm. that uh, goes all the way down my back and is also up in space buns. I'm just very cutesy all around. My playbook is going to be the rock star, and I'm in the Department of Life and Death. The main expertise is, like, necromancy, also interacting with spirits. The one true thing about my department uh-huh. is the headmaster is Skeletor from He-Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait! I am pretty darn good at what I do. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's why I came to the university at all, right? I was recognized. The dean themselves is writing my coattails.
1: She gets the research done.
0: Yeah, she gets the job done. It's just she also can't shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I am genetically modified. Ooh. So I am actually invulnerable to a lot of harm because I don't have a lot of my nerves anymore. Mm-hmm. You could say my nerves are shot.
3: My character is named Liam Webb. His look is khakis and dust. His playbooks are The Networker, and he is in the Department of Artifacts and Relics. The department head disappeared on a dig a very long time ago. So for (laughs) years, we have just piled everything administrative onto a non-existent department chair that may or may not be dead. Liam uses foci to help him cast magic. The first foci is a small, ancient, leather-bound book in a language that Liam does not understand. The function of this foci is to learn about something. The target of this foci is everybody that I can see except for myself. And the drawback is that this book talks, but I wish that it did not talk. Foci number two is an ancient rune dagger in a leather sheath. The drawback is that it talks, but I wish that it didn't. The third focai <laughs> <laughs> are ancient glasses with runes on the earpieces. Liam does not need glasses. The function is to enhance. The target is denizens of another plane. The drawback is that they talk. And I wish they did <laughs>
4: <laughs> And we have Greg Woody Templeton. There is definitely an attempt to be an academic with a look. However, it's kind of just, it's not all the way there. It's maybe a little half-hearted or mm-hmm. just, you know, that time of the mm-hmm. year. So Woody Templeton is the fake and is a part of the Department of Mindbending. The fake is not actually magical. They don't cast spells. They are what some might regard as the mystical, genuine academic. He's a stage magician. Rude. We like to refer to <laughs> it, as we do in class, to the alternative tactics division. Mm. Their expertise is more so in mind reading, mind control or suggestion, self-control, and just very powerful, suggestive inclinations. I take no personal responsibility for the deception you decide to bear, for it is your mind that has accepted it, not mine. Oh, interesting. You aren't lying to them.
1: They're just believing your falsehoods. Now we're going to talk about perhaps the most important figure
3: at Pig Smoke. The Dean is Smoke's almighty leader. I'm partial to the idea of, a, like, Ardeen, this extra-dimensional, terrible being, being in a rivalry with some dude named Brad. What if they are so laser-focused on Brad that, like... Everything is just like being better than Brad's institution.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's literally just Vision for Picksmoke is better than Glory Staff College in every measurable way. (laughs) We've established a lot of information about this, Dean. What is the Dean's name?
3: So what is the name of the president in the movie Independence Day?
1: Ah, this is the supreme being on this planet. They were able to push back this entire alien invasion. Yeah, Dean Thomas Whitmore. Let's do it. It is the end of the spring semester of 2000 and number in a time like ours, but different. And here at Smoke University, the nation's, nay, the world's premier magical institution, there are three weeks until the conclusion of the semester with only two weeks until finals. It is a strenuous time for students and professors alike as everyone is dealing with the crunch this time of year. So what would of course make that most delightful is that this year, Piglet Day, the day they invite the nation's best and brightest high school seniors to visit the university, of course, this year it falls right in the middle of finals week. The school oracle, every school has an oracle, Based on the alignment of the sun and the stars, declared that this is the auspicious time to hold Piglet Day this year. And the dean, being quite superstitious, heeded their counsel despite all the trouble it would cause everyone. So we're three weeks away from the end of the semester, from the pinnacle of all this chaos, and there are yet many obstacles waiting to be overcome. chief among them is an email that each of you received from the dean's office at 3 a.m. last night. You don't know why, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's from the dean's office, and it's for an emergency meeting today in the dean's office, 3 p.m., to discuss an important matter related to Picklet Day. Uh, and the reason that each of you are the ones who received these emails is that from your various departments, all of you have been put in charge of manning your department's efforts for that day. and in the case of Maya, that's because your department chair, uh, Dr. Skeletor, Ph.D., um, he very offhand in the way that he often does, uh, just assigned this task to you about a month ago. Uh, he seemed like, ah, Maya, you'll do a good job at this. <laughs> and then like gave you the, the whole task
3: and then ran away.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, totally dropped off the face of the planet, perhaps quite literally. Who knows? Skeletor is a powerful dude. (laughs) Um, But either way, you were tasked with it from Skeletor for that reason. And uh, Woody, uh, in your case, it was actually only a few days ago. You were assigned this according to your department chair because the students, you know, give you high praise and and, you know, glowing reviews. And you're spoken of quite highly by your peers, which is all like double speak for if this goes bad, you should be the one who's blamed for it. So that's why you've had this laurel placed around your neck like a stone uh and then liam in your case uh you didn't actually know that you'd been assigned this at all by your department seeing as your department chair has been gone for an indeterminate amount of time but in your case the dean added you to this invite with a note that uh, they'd received an email uh, with a direct request from your chair that you should be the one to do this and you have no idea how that (laughs) happened or why but especially how (laughs) But having framed all of that and why you all have been invited to this meeting, uh, the email was sent out at 3 a.m. I want to have a little moment where we get to just sort of meet and see your characters for the first time before we get to you being present in that meeting. So for each of you, I want you to think about where was your character when they saw this email? Where were they at in their day? Um, It was sent like at 3 a.m. last night. I'm assuming everybody was asleep for that. Maybe you were awake when it arrived or you woke up from the ping or something. Think about that for yourselves. But I'm going to go around the room. And just give me a description of, uh, of the scene of you. This is kind of doing like a cozy vignette for Brindlewood Bay in a way, but just like describe the scene, describe you, where you saw this message and how you felt about it when you received it.
3: I like to think that Liam doesn't actually check his email mm-hmm. and that somebody else in the department just happened to mention it offhand in a conversation with him. Like the person just came up to him and started talking to him about it unprompted. And that's how we found out.
1: So uh, what is what is the scene? Lay the lay the scene a little bit. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's your. I guess you have a TA, but you don't know them. So we're not we're not we don't want to. I love the fact that they just are off somewhere. Yes, don't, they don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. But they do.
3: Well, uh, no, they're they're teaching the classes that yeah. Liam has forwarding.
1: Yes. Yeah. That he's going off on digs dig yeah. for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So then who, who do you think from your department or from another department? It could be uh, actually it could be one of the others here
4: if you know them. Uh, stopped by and said hello quick clarification is this going to those assigned to the yeah task and it's not like a full staff meeting
1: no this is
4: just like i think there's one representative
3: from each of the departments um that's been like a council and to be clear um were the response listed in like the two slash cc line or were they listed in the bcc line because uh, that makes a big difference. I think this is uh, in the the two the two in line. In the two line. Yeah. Okay, so you've got an a reply storm going on. So, yes. Um, and, and reply also oh, yeah. going on. Okay, oh, yeah. Good. good. Um, no, it's a mess. Because that, that would be canon for higher ed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think so, it
1: started with an actually good, yeah. like, simple Google Calendar invite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the problem is somebody proposed a new time, and mm-hmm. they sent that as an email instead yeah. of through the
3: normal flow. Yeah.
1: And, and so you've got hours. several
3: calendar yeah. invites going and oh, they're all yeah. bouncing off. Of, uh-huh. It's all yes. yeah, it's chaos. That's actually something I've literally seen happen <laughs> multiple <laughs> times in my school. <laughs> um, so I, I like to think that somebody else who was on the invite list just happened to come up to Liam in the morning. And that's how he finds out because he doesn't check his email. And he wasn't teaching class. He was off, like, preparing for a dig in the morning. I like to think that, and you can deny this if you want, um, but I like to think that Liam and Woody met because both of them were hiding from their responsibilities. Like, there's a spot on campus Good. that you can go and no one will find you.
0: It's like the back staircase exactly. of the music hall.
3: Exactly. It's <laughs> like, and there, there's like a certain part of campus that, like, people hide from their responsibilities. And Liam and Woody both met there because Liam didn't want to teach his class. And Woody, I don't know, w- was Woody. Well, I think
1: Woody works at the Department of Mind Bending, mm-hmm. and it's in like one of those stairwells that nobody goes because mm-hmm. the Department of Mind Bending has such high churn with students <laughs> that not enough
4: students are in the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, it needs to be a different building. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what if, <laughs> what if, uh,
1: The university was built on top of uh, some catacombs and... Oh, yeah, you'd find
0: me in there a lot. That's true. Mm, Yeah.
1: There are maintenance tunnels under the university that were once catacombs that were then concreted over.
4: What if that comes out of... I'm kind of seeing Riley as the ringleader at this point. Liam and Greg... Liam and Woody just so happened to bump into each other based on this recommendation from... Maya of this is where, you know, it's a good little getaway spot on campus.
0: Oh, yeah. No one goes down there.
4: That makes sense.
3: Yeah. Okay. Too spooky. I kind of like this. Okay. Yeah.
4: So stepping back to the scenes,
1: uh, Maya, where are you when you get the word of this meeting from the dean?
0: I am awake at 3 a.m. hmm So I probably get it a few minutes after it pings. I myself am not checking my phone because I'm in the middle of uh, my experiment in the basement of my house. And the one who does check my phone is Butterscotch, my cat, because he was playing one of those like aquarium fish games Mm -hmm. on there. He doesn't want to admit that he's really entertained by those, but (laughs) we all know it. Uh, He saw the ping when it happened and so he read it to me because my hands were kind of full. Mm-hmm.
1: Does Butterscotch just know your passcode on the phone to open it?
0: Oh yeah. He plays on my phone all the time.
1: Oh okay. Gotcha. So there's my uh, are you like wearing an apron or anything while you're like slaving over some body or something? or
0: Yeah I've got one of my favorite aprons on. It's like uh, a little Quilt with, like, little strawberries on it. Oh, yeah.
3: Does it uh, say, like, kiss the chef or something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. Uh, it's just a little quilt apron. And I've got, like, those mad scientist blue gloves that go up to my elbow. Mm-hmm. And uh, a pair of safety goggles on.
1: Excellent. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, they're in the comfy chair that you have down there, specifically for Butterscotch. Butterscotch was playing on your phone. The pink pops up. Uh, they see that it's this message from the dean. And hey, 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 hey Maya? my Maya, Maya, your your phone. What? Your, your your phone. It's it's the dean. You've got a you got a meeting later.
0: Oh okay. What yeah. time?
1: Uh, now. Oh, sorry, PM. Uh, <laughs> twelve hours from now.
0: Twelve. All right.
1: It's about Oh, it's it's something to do with Piglet Day. Something What? Oh, it's something to do with Piglet Day. Just just
0: come in here.
1: I I am in here. <laughs> I'm in your mind.
0: I can't hear you over my chainsaw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh I'll just yell louder.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's about Piglet Day. Oh, Piglet Day? Now? Yeah, I don't know what it's, it's, yeah. Sure, I guess. All right, 12 hours. Kind of busy, though. (laughs) What are you not? Yeah, you right.
1: Uh, They dismiss the notification and go back to the aquarium, and they're tapping the fishies and playing with them. Uh, Maya goes back to... (laughs) as you dig into a body and uh, just, you know, you're conducting research in your basement at home. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Woody, where are you at
4: when the message comes to you? So Woody has plenty of notifications on all of the modern technology. And so it is... (laughs) statement <laughs> yeah. what he has plenty of
1: notifications of all the modern technology <laughs> oh, you. you say plenty of notifications does he have like smartphone smartwatch, smart necklace earbuds smart necklace I don't know That's I'll accept exists. it yeah
4: I don't I mean I, I think you're what are, what are your limitations to I think you're probably getting into like health monitoring
3: and you should have like a ring a smart ring that measures your mood mm. ooh
1: Actually, I could definitely see Woody being the kind who wanted to do a lot of body tracking stuff because, like, yeah. he's concerned about, you know, his receding hairline. He's concerned about <laughs> getting older, his health. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, it's all about mind over matter, right? You got to control control every element of your body. You cannot give away any signs of weakness or, or change. Mm-hmm.
0: Is he a health nut?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah.
3: Definitely a health nut.
1: <laughs> Dempsey says, writing down new
3: notes. <laughs> After all, what is technology? We have magic we don't understand. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Uh,
4: <laughs> so but what so is...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just fancy science. With a little glitter. Everything <laughs> needs glitter.
1: So uh, do you then, because of your many devices... <laughs> Uh, with many notifications, uh, do you get the message at 3 a.m. when it
4: arrives? No. So, so Woody checks notifications mm-hmm. upon waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Let's say that is right around 6.30 in the morning Sure. to be on campus by 7.30 or 8, somewhere sure. in that yeah. ballpark. So, checking just the phone, Woody sees a... Email at the top from whatever it is that we're using. It's it's from the dean's office. Yeah, but I mean like Gmail, Hotmail.
1: Oh, yeah.
4: Uh, (laughs) yeah. I do think Woody uses Hotmail, though. Perfect. (laughs) Woody Woody sees multiple notifications from Hotmail.com. And after shifting through the ones that are from Kohl's.com. There's a sale at Whole Foods. sale at Whole Foods. Um, this is one thing that we do to in the mind bending department to confuse people as to when did I sign up for that. But really, it was just somebody else signed you up for it. And now you get notifications until you unsubscribe. But the top email is from the department chair that is titled A Praise Be, Praise Be. <laughs> and upon <laughs> reading the email, references the meeting and uh, describes the great opportunity that this meeting will provide to allow Woody to spend some time out of the ivory tower of isolation and to gain more recognition with students and to gain more recognition with the university after the intense disagreement with the department chair over being replaced for a role that Woody was looking forward to by another uh, department faculty named Buzz. Throwing that one at you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And... Um, then Woody proceeds to go down and read the full debriefing that came from the dean's office that talks about the meeting at 3 p.m. Uh, Woody then proceeds. To oh, get... it's
1: not a full debriefing. It's just there's a meeting at 3 p.m. Like there's no other, none details. Just pig, piglet day meeting 3 p.m. Emergency.
4: That's the, like the tagline. And the then... full debriefing. Yeah, yeah. So Woody continues to debrief and prepare for the day. What does he do? He, he didn't take the joke anyway <laughs> oh what do you mean oh he debriefs so he
1: <laughs> just nicks he, he, he nicks the knickers Woody prepares for the day
4: with <laughs> 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 his head held high <laughs> um, so Woody then drives into campus and- you
1: said earlier that you had another <laughs> visual detail that you were going to save for play is he just not wearing pants?
4: <laughs> no, that's not it at okay. all. <laughs> um, so what he prepares for the day, all the customary attire. I think today we're going with the khaki pants and a solid colored polo. There's not really any value in wearing jeans to a, a meeting with the dean. But Woody is particularly perturbed and is looking for someone to share his frustrations with because Woody is very passive when reading emails he disagrees with and does not reply, does not process until he has found an ear to chit chat about the frustrations which plague us from the technology that Woody has plugged into.
1: Then, Woody, I think you find yourself, uh, it's about 2 p.m., 2.30 you're on your way to the meeting. You've had this frustration pent up. You've been thinking about it all day. And rather than have to go over land and, and like head towards the, the dean's office in Whitmore Hall, you instead decide to take the underground path through the maintenance tunnels for the university. Uh, the maintenance tunnels definitely not a catacomb maintenance tunnels under the university. But That's ma- debatable. <laughs> when you're walking down there, it goes, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the sounds of the maintenance tunnels, uh, ignore them. Uh, they will go away if you ignore them, we promise. Uh, but, <laughs> There's a sign on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but Woody, you, you take this route to avoid all the students and chaos up above. Uh, and on your way then to the meeting, you run across another one of the supposed meeting goers, although Liam's not aware of this yet, you run across Liam Webb. Uh, does it Dr. Liam Webb of uh, the Department of Artifacts? Or do you have a, a professor position without a doctorate degree, which does happen sometimes?
3: He does have a doctorate, but he's not into the whole elitist like mm. that in front of his, He's kind of anti-institutional, a little bit like, like uh, Oh, yes, like Woody. So Woody, you guys get, so a, get, a, get along over That's that. why we get along, yeah. yeah. So
1: Woody, you run into Liam while you're here on your way to uh, Whitmore Hall. Uh, and you've all this pent up frustration about this meeting. What do you say to him?
3: Wait, would Woody be trying to get Liam into the tech, like the smart tech, like the, the ring, the watch, the necklace? Are we, are we thinking
4: sponsored salesman? Because I feel like I'm, a salesman vibe could be great.
3: I'm thinking like multi-level marketing thing. Oh, but
4: yeah. Oh, so, like, all the tech that
1: you wear is part of an MLM. Yeah. You've, you've stockpiled all the stuff and are trying to offload it onto other people. What's the name of the MLM you're part of? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
3: man. Uh, shoot. I will not apologize.
0: <laughs> Aperture Sciences. Oh,
3: that. Yeah. <laughs> Peach? <laughs> uh, no, you could okay, do the that, pear. The pear from... Um, iCarly? iCarly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. PearTech is like the the out of view. Beautiful.
3: Beautiful. Not you got something? Got
4: it. Yep. Yeah. PearTech.
3: Okay. Pair pair tech. Tech.
4: Pair tech? All right.
3: PearTech. And Liam's voice encouraging you to pair things down. Yes. So yeah.
1: And you can pair devices to PearTech.
3: No, mm-hmm.
4: hey. oh, I'm ahead of you there. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: Good.
1: All right. Uh well yeah. Lunch in, yeah. We either pick up from where you left off or launch into the scene again. Either one's fine.
4: I'm ex- I'm here for this. Liam, did you see the email? That email was something of just great disgust. No. Well, Liam, I keep telling you, if you would just buy into pair tech like I keep encouraging, as you can see, shows off multiple things. <laughs> does, <laughs> does various JoJo's poses. Thank you. <laughs> Showing off his smart gear. As the company says, you can pair them in pairs. Woody, while
1: you're doing your JoJo's pose is showing off your sweet watches. You're just ready for Vogue. Meanwhile, uh, over on on Liam, you hear a voice a voice from your hip as uh, Woody is showing this off. Hey, hey, you, do, you don't need that stuff. You don't need any of that. You got us here for you. We'll be here for you. You don't have to worry about it. No, no, don't, don't, don't be drawn in. Don't be drawn in. And then you hear another voice from your messenger bag. What are you talking about? Like, what are you... Is something happening?
4: Take me out! Take me out! It's dark in here!
1: Uh, and then, yeah, from your glasses, you, you just hear... Actually, that watch looks kind of nice. Steal it. Take it right now. Off of his wrist. It's yours. All you have to do is reach out. Take it.
3: Does Woody hear all of
4: this? Of course, and he would rather he didn't. <laughs> well liam look here don't buy in don't buy in liam i can offer you the same type of devices but there's a feature to turn that off he's lying see we here in the new world the fine new world we live in don't have to live with that rubbish anymore
3: Liam, long ago, has gotten past apologizing for these things. Mm-hmm. So, that email—what's going on there?
4: Oh my! Goodness. You're bringing me back. Bringing me back. <sighs> my morning started great, then it went bad. Now we're here.
1: I mean, his his morning only went bad because he's got all those
4: watches. Okay, as I was dangerous saying. watches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as I was saying, let's not let them back into this because you know where I stand and I know where you stand. Speaking of standing, do you see what I have on my feet?
3: Mm. Who's standing? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> L- i Le- all alone. Uh, Liam, Liam, just stone-faced, just staring forward. Tell me about the email. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, I will. Let's walk. But first, you need to know... Why I'm wearing what I'm wearing. Because I don't want to be at this meeting for the dean that we have to be there at three. I, hmm, I'm protesting this meeting.
3: Okay, what's the meeting about?
4: Well, see, if you would read your email, that's what the email said. Be there at three with the dean. And so I'm wearing a sneaker on the left foot and a loafer on the right. I call it the snowfer. What snofer. does the dean
3: want to discuss with us?
4: I call it the snowfer. <laughs> The snowfer is like the mullet of hair. Say snowfer one more time, please. It's like the snowfer. Yeah, there we go. The mullet of hair, party on the left, business on the right. I know you don't like to decide on your directions. You can choose which you would prefer if it's the left or the right that you have the party or the party has the business. But <laughs> I digress. We need to be at the dean's office at three. To what end? I don't know what time the meeting will end. There was no calendar invite deadline.
3: What are we going to discuss with the dean? Like, why does the
4: dean want to meet with us? Well, you might want to bring that up with the department chair of your own. Mine replaced me on Friday and is now moving me to this thing.
3: You and I both know that Ted disappeared 10 years ago and we've heard nothing from him since. It's kind of a sore spot. You know not to talk about it. What does it mean when to talk to us about? Here, read it on my device.
1: Don't, don't do it. This is, this is how they get you. You read one thing and then they've captured your mind.
3: <laughs> Liam takes the dagger out, puts it in the messenger bag. No, don't, don't, don't <laughs> Oh,
2: hey, how's it going? You're having a nice day?
3: And punches the messenger bag, <laughs> grabs the phone and reads. Yeah. It, t- it takes the glasses off because he doesn't need the glasses and they actually impair his vision. <laughs> no, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Liam, no, you can't do this. <laughs> as you're doing that and as you're reading this message from the dean's office uh, that you see that you've been copied on. Uh, Maya, you also are heading through the tunnels. You're just walking through them because you just you just like walking through them. You get to hear the ghosts.
0: I, I think that the other end of the tunnel, like the technical mm-hmm. other side, is by my house. Mm-hmm. Like I myself have connected it the rest of the way.
1: <laughs> You've had your skeleton diggers attached, yeah. Because I your mean, basement. I
0: want a, a a direct line to the catacombs. Yeah. You know.
1: That's fair. All right. That makes sense. Uh, So, yeah, you see uh, Woody leaning over with his phone, holding it out. Liam's twisted his hand a little bit to get a better look at it. His glasses up on his forehead. And you arrive on the scene.
0: Oh, hey, guys. What's going on?
3: Oh, hi, Maya. Hi, Liam. Uh, Liam gets along very well with Maya. Liam does not get along so well with Woody. (laughs) (laughs) Time will tell. (laughs) Time will tell. That's what this watch (laughs) is too.
2: Tell time. (laughs) So,
3: so I just found out about this meeting we're having at three with Dean. Something about Piglet Day or something. Have you heard any of this?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I think I heard about that earlier.
3: So what? What's going on? Like, why do we need to have a meeting about this? Ah. Okay. Right. Well, at uh, what time of day is it, by the way, David?
1: Uh, so it was about uh, two or two thirty that Greg was heading through the tunnel. So the meeting is like very soon. Okay, uh, it starts at three.
3: Okay, cool. Well, uh, Woody and I are on our way to the meeting. Want to walk with us?
0: Yeah, I mean we're going in the same direction, right?
3: Cool. All right, and and we all like start a, a like Wizard of Oz skipping. <laughs> situation. Yeah. Uh,
1: as you head along the tunnels, you hear from your forehead where your glasses are. Mm-hmm. At the next terminus, turn left. <laughs> turn and, and, like, you know that
3: that's not the way to the dean's no, office. <laughs> no, no. Like, the, the glasses are trying to lead me into some horribly, like, haunted place. Yes.
0: Oh, I wouldn't go left. That's a
3: little <laughs> Turn left. <laughs> turn left. No. Takes gl- the takes the glasses off and puts them in the bag. <laughs> turn,
0: turn left.
2: You
3: in the
1: bag.
2: Recalculating. <laughs> uh,
4: and <laughs> we'll <see another> one. <laughs> are you uh, sure you don't want that feature turned off? <laughs> uh,
1: you hear continued muttering from your bag uh, as <laughs> the three of you head through the tunnels uh, up towards the dean's office. Hello, It's your MC, David here, with just some quick thank yous today in our midbreak. I hope you're enjoying your orientation to our Pigsmote game. Riley, Zach and Dempsey were a ton of fun to record with, and I'm so grateful that they joined me for this game. They took our premise to some truly weird places, and I'm so thankful for it. This arc also wouldn't be possible, of course, without the wonderful system that Chris Longhurst made. You can find links in the episode notes to go and buy it to enjoy for yourself. I'm also so very thankful to you for listening to our show. We've definitely passed every milestone I originally thought possible for this project, so thank you for making my day. I hope our show brings you a little bit of joy in return. If you're looking for more of us, then look no further than our Twitter, at TOTA Podcast, that's T-O-T-A Podcast, our channel on the Cast Junkie Discord server, or our Patreon all linked in the show notes. I'm excited for you to join us July 20th as our three professors head into the end of the semester
2: with a brave face and a can-do attitude. Or at least Maya does. (laughs) Talk to you then. So, I want
1: you to picture it. Mm -hmm. A U-shaped stone building with a courtyard in front of it a a nice walk up to some big central stairs leading you into the middle of the building. And the fountain, this is two tons of stone go into this, the stonework, the scrollwork. It's got like the sort of flowering bit in the middle and all the water coming down. And the whole feature just, you hear stone on stone as it grates and slides forward, revealing an opening that you all just casually walk out of, uh, leaving the underground access and returning once again to above, Very casually, Uh, no one notices. Yeah, nobody notices. Uh, This happens, you know? But yeah, the fountain slides back into place behind you uh, once you all leave. Uh, And you make it to the front doors of Whitmore Hall, uh, where your meeting is held. Uh, The three of you enter together. Uh, Your bag is, of course, rumbling uh, as your various artifacts have gotten into some kind of argument. Uh, while they've all been stuck in there together. (laughs) That's why normally you keep them separated. Yes. Because when they're all together, they're insufferable. Uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. But uh, (laughs) you head in through the doors and head up the stairs immediately before you to take you to the second level, where the office of the dean overlooks the whole square in front of the building, as well as most of central campus. And when you make your way up those stairs, you make your way to the door. Um, You can already hear some voices on the other side, do you just knock? Do you head right in? What's the? What do you all do?
0: I barge right in.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Maya, you, you hear the voice on the other side. You Do you think it's a push or a pull door? Which would do you think would be more dramatic?
0: Uh, pushing in.
3: Okay. But it has a handle that looks like it's a pull door.
0: <laughs> so we, I <laughs> <they> hear a <laughs> as I jiggle it.
4: <laughs> you try to pull it
0: open.
4: Uh, that was then, an initiative from our department years ago. <laughs>
0: And I, I push it open and just loudly be like, I'm here.
1: Yeah, you announce yourself as you enter. Uh, and you see the assistant dean and the dean, uh, and they they you interrupt some kind of heated, not uh and, and like there's no animosity, but some sort of heated discussion the two were having. Um, and they both turn around to face you. I'll now describe the room and them, uh, so we have sort of a lay of it before we get into the conversation. Uh so first, the room is decorated just as the dean wanted it, which is to say it is an absolute replica down to the seal on the bottom, although uh, there is a rug that's been placed over it that's the pig smoke seal, um, but it is a carbon copy of the Oval Office that the president is in in the movie Independence Day. Um, he has a large desk at the end. The, uh, the room actually is not oval-shaped, so they've painted the walls, so it's an optical illusion to make it look oval. It's
3: actually a rectangle. They got somebody from... Um from yeah, from the Department from of Mindbending. From the Department yeah. of Bending. Or-
1: they could have had it magically enchanted to just be a round room in a square room. Uh, but no. That was that the paint works fine. Uh the Dean likes it. You know, it, it works.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um The Dean is uh seated in a tall wingback chair at the Oval Office desk, I guess. <laughs> uh, where the president go. And yeah, uh Dean Whitmore. He has a pair of tiny spectacles uh, that sit uh, high on the bridge of his nose. He has thinning black hair with sort of white and gray speckled in on the sides. And he every day wears a three-piece suit with a argyle tie. Um, He's a striking figure. Um, He's not that tall, though. In the wingback chair, he sort of swims in it just a little bit. But yeah, he's seated there. And then standing uh, with a sheaf of papers in her hands is the assistant dean, uh, of course, the dean is uh, Thomas Whitmore. The assistant dean, you all know, uh, is is Miss Dinah Might, uh, <laughs> who uh, who's the assistant dean. Uh, and she has a beehive hairdo that is an actual beehive. Praise uh,
4: be, praise be.
1: It's uh. it's. I want you to imagine like sun streaming through beehive filled with honey, sort of orangey. Tones. I freaking Uh, love that. There are there are a few bees that just sort of like hover around her head. And she uh also wears a pair of glasses, although they don't have uh any lenses in them. They appear to be like a a fashion set. Mm. And you can see behind them her eyes, which are just like pitch black coals. Um Dinah may have once been human. None of you know, and none of you are brave enough to ask. (laughs) Um, but she, she's holding this sheet of papers, uh, in front of her, waving them at, was waving them at the Dean when Maya burst in, announcing herself. And she turns around and looks a little bit shocked and then looks down at her watch. Oh, is it, is it three o'clock already? Oh, uh, uh, please, please, please have a seat. There's plenty of chairs here in the Dean's office. We've actually put in new couches recently. They're not quite to his spec, but he'll deal. (laughs)
3: Uh, Do you have a seat in the office? Uh, Yes. Uh, Liam is very nervous in the setting and feels very and looks very uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but will shuffle over and take a seat. Um,
0: What kind of chairs? Are they uh, cushion backs?
3: I want you to uh,
1: imagine um, there's like the Victorian style that they've got the wood trim around the edges on the top and the sides, and they've got cushions, but they're not like super comfortable cushions.
0: I proceed to drape myself across the arms. I
1: <laughs> and oh, okay, just... so you sort of sit sideways in a chair. Yes, and okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, somehow you've made the chair even more uncomfortable. <laughs> but I think, given the condition of Maya's body, uh, you've got the lich move, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you, your body can. I don't even know if you notice that it's uncomfortable. It's you know this is just the position you want to be in. It's all about the orientation, not so much the, the actual uh, forces at play. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Woody? Does Woody just stay standing at the back?
4: <laughs> so Woody limps over to one of the new couches and with his phalanges sprawled, presses down on the seat of the couch in the center, looking at it side to side and...
3: Mm. Hmm.
4: sitting down afterwards Okay.
1: yeah you all uh, have a seat and the assistant dean comes over she opens up the folder in her hands uh, that she had been waving at the dean and she pulls out a few documents which she sets in front of each of you it appears to be some kind of summary on piglet day and as she's handing them out to you she goes now I'm, I'm glad that you've all joined us it's just going to be you three for now we're actually taking in the different department representatives in batches uh, we're doing that for the convenience of the MC running the game. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it would get very busy in this room, and that's too many voices to do at once. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, here's your papers. Here's your summary of the events. Uh, we'll uh, the, I'll let the theme do most of the talking here, but thank you for coming. Uh, and she heads back. She has a separate desk in the room. Not quite adjacent, but like uh, in, in the same space near the, the center desk of the Oval Office, of the rectangular office. And the dean sits up straight, <clears throat> sort of like adjusts his vest and leans over the table to, to look at the three of you.
2: I actually don't know how to start this meeting. Um, welcome. I'm excited to have you here.
1: You've been preparing, of course, for Piglet Day. Students from all over the country are going to be coming to our institution to see our ways, to know that this is the best place to
2: take... Themselves, for their future, and for the future of magical academics. Okay. Riveting. Fascinating. (laughs) Well, (sighs) Piglet Day is more important than ever this year. Do you know why?
0: (gasps) Do we finally get to eat them?
2: Eat them? Eat them. You know what? Go ahead and explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: we're not eating any thing special this year although maybe uh dina jot that down we, we need to eat something special bring something special for piglet day anything anything to beat glory staff <laughs> this year we're gonna be having a special guest at piglet day i have it on fairly good intelligence that my arch rival Brad Flanagan. His son is going off to college this next year. He's going to be coming to our piglet dates. We need to steal his son from him.
0: Oh, I could do that.
1: What major? Oh, well, he's undecided from what I gathered, but I figure with the vast resources at our disposal here at Picksmoke University, the highest academic institution in the lands, that we should be able to secure at least this one kid.
0: So, like, unharmed?
3: There's lots of murmuring from my bag, and I punch it. <laughs> uh, actually, they are strangely
1: silent. Oh. They've been that way since you entered the dean's office. Interesting.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh.
0: Also, there's a typo in this paragraph and I can't stop staring at it.
1: And
2: Dinah's like, a typo? Let me see that. And she like walks over. No, that's how you spell diseased. <laughs> Is it? I think I would know. Well, there's there's the Z right there.
0: Oh, it's cause you're British. <laughs> no, we don't spell that over here. <laughs>
3: We don't spell the word disease. (laughs) We don't spell.
1: (laughs) And and like, well, I'll take a note of it. I'll fix it later. I'll fix it for the next draft. Next draft of this document. I
0: start immediately folding it into a paper airplane.
1: Yeah, you start folding it into a paper airplane, and the dean leans over, more severe over his desk. I don't know if you understand the severity of the situation. Never before have we had the opportunity to challenge. Brad Flanagan on this front. I, of course, am incapable of having children. I can't rival him in that respect. But if we steal his son for our own, if we steal him for pig smoke, I will become the father that that kid never had.
0: The paper airplane hits his forehead.
1: (laughs) It it crumples on impact. (laughs) He seems unbothered.
0: (laughs) He's probably used to this by now.
1: Now, Maya... You're one of my best and brightest. I brought you specially to this institution. If anyone can convince this insolent wimp to join our prestigious lives here, I'd be hoping that it would be you. But just in case, to hedge my bets, I brought the rest of you here as well. <clears throat> you have something to say, Woody? No, just that. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> So, you all are preparing, of course, for your departments for Piglet Day. This is your new top priority. Whatever you're doing needs to be a a step above anything you've ever done before. It needs to be so incredible that Brad Jr. will take one look at our displays, take one look at our excellent teaching staff, and immediately cave to our power. And join us.
0: Wait, so you don't want the paper at the end of the week? Should I, like, wait on that?
2: No, just do both.
0: Roger, dodger.
1: I mean, after all, the research here at Pink Smoke is one of the chief
2: reasons why Brad should be drawn here. We've still got glory staff on that. <laughs> uh,
3: we're going to grab
2: <laughs> glory staff <laughs> And choke
3: the life right out of him. And the motion you're making with your hand right now.
0: (laughs) Threatening as ever, sir.
2: Good. After all, to instill fear is to instill opportunity.
0: I bet she can't spell that one either.
2: (laughs) Threaten. (laughs) So. I made myself clear. Why, yes, sir. Yeah, this is, in fact, quite intense
4: and not like camping. What?
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, it's intense. Uh-huh. <laughs> Check that off the list.
2: <laughs> Wait, isn't this just bad joke stuff? What are we doing here?
1: Uh, anyway, uh, the dean sits back in his chair If your department secures enrollment From Brad Flanagan Jr.
2: Then I can guarantee you Whatever funding your department might need For the following year The following four years if he sticks with your program
3: I'm sure I could dig something up
2: Anything? Maya, Anything Ooh, I'm game. Good. You have your marching orders? Now bring
4: me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Time to bend him like a wet noodle. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, from across the room, uh, uh, Dinah. Now, now, you're aware that that would be a, a violation. <laughs> you might want to tone that down a bit. No bending of wet noodles while you're on campus. Certainly not of the students.
3: Liam is shooting darts with his eyes. Uh, That's a good skill. Yeah, yeah, right now, because he just wants everyone to shut up so they can get out of the meeting with the dean. He's terrified. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, now look. I don't
4: care if we kill this guy. I'm just glad to be a part of it.
2: Oh, uh... I guess I should be clear. We should not harm Brad Jr. He cannot seem coerced. He needs to join us of his own volition. He needs to join us because he recognizes that his father is a failure and that I would be a better papa to him.
0: I agree. Anyone named Brad is weird.
2: (laughs) We'll give him a new name when he joins the school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can it be like Stefan?
2: Uh, We'll think of something. Something fun, something cool, something hip with the youth. Train wrecker. Something hip with the youth, like Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan! <laughs> <laughs> well, if you require any support in preparation for Piglet Day, you'll of course find that within your own departments. But if anything has to be raised higher than that, give Dinah a ring. She can help you. Or, depends on what you need. Either way, bring me Brad Jr. Bring me pictures <laughs> of Brad <laughs> Flanagan Jr. <laughs> of,
0: yeah, make him squeal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bring me pictures of Brad Flanagan Jr.'s transcript as he applies to our university.
4: <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I feel I feel like an admissions essay would be even more powerful. Of like, please let me in. Please, I need to be here. Make him
0: beg. <laughs> <laughs> My dad made me do it.
3: What if we just like forged an admissions application for him? <laughs> and I, and, and like a, it's only if we roll one forged admissions to all of our departments. Mm. So yeah, and yeah,
1: get funding. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he stands up from his desk and he is like you can tell that the chair is sort of like ratcheted up because like he's still shorter than the top of his wingback chair but he looks out at you severely all right get to it bring me success
3: get out of here
0: after my nap
3: after your nap yes the rest of you get out of here <laughs> liam runs away
1: <laughs> Woody follows uh, as you're leaving he's like Now Maya, we've got a cushion for you right here. I'm just tucking under your head. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you all head out of the dean's office.